Excuse me, but are you loving this podcast? If you are, you can support the show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. All you have to do is hit the link in the show description to support now. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We would like to start off our show by acknowledging the Yugambeh people, the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded. We would like to pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Excuse me, I have something to say. This is the podcast where we have real and open conversations with everyday people, professionals and public figures who all have something to say. I'm your host, Sean Philip Naylor, and you can join me every fortnight as we dig a little bit deeper into our shared human experience. You can join in on our conversations by heading over to the show's official pages and sending me a DM. You can share with me your own experiences, opinions, and feedback on the show over on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at excuse me underscore pod. You can find us on Facebook if you search Excuse Me I Have Something to Say or through our official website, excuse me I have something to say.com. And don't forget that you can rate and leave a review of the show, which is going to help our conversations reach a wider audience. And remember to share, like, and subscribe so that you never have to miss a show. Hey there. Thanks for stopping by the show. I am, of course, your host, Sean Philip Naylor. And over the last two episodes of Excuse Me, we've been having a lot of fun exploring the history of drag and its influence on queer culture with our favourite queen, Maya Crofone. After a couple of sessions recording with Maya, we had so much great content that we couldn't actually fit it all into the two-part special. So with season two of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under premiering this week on Stan here in Australia, I thought I would give you all a little bit of bonus content in the form of an unedited portion of the chat I had with Maya specifically about RuPaul's Drag Race. So enjoy. In 2009, RuPaul premiered Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race for the first time. Audiences around the world were now able to see some of America's top drag queens perform in the comfort of their own homes every week. Over 100 drag queens have featured on the show, bringing with them bigger conversations around issues that affect the LGBTQIA plus community, such as gender identity, HIV, relationships, intercommunity discrimination and mental health for all to see. Today, drag queens are able to build incredible careers and following through social media, live performances, YouTube, podcasts, Netflix, specials, appearances, and so much more. RuPaul and Drag Race really did, let's say, level up 
mm-hmm. drag in in the mainstream media? So I remember watching season one uh, back when it was on Lifestyle U here in Australia on Foxtel. She's so, not that young, guys. She's not that young. <laughs> so back in 2009. So I've, I've essentially been watching Drag Race from the very first season, from the very first episode when it was first on air. Not repeats, not reruns several years later, not streaming it now and going back and watching season one, although I have done that recently. I, I do love watching it again from the start sometimes. Um, but I remember watching it the very first season and going, oh, this is fun. This is camp. I was freshly out at that time, um, although I still never attended any gay bars in there when we had the one back home. Um, but I remember sitting down and watching it with friends of mine and they're like, oh, this is fun. This is, you know, this is interesting because it was a whole different thing to what we'd ever seen before. So, because I, I still had very limited exposure to drag back then as a, what are we, 2009, that was, I would have been 20. Um, sort of been 20. So I had very limited experience in the drag realm um, and knowing what a drag queen was and knowing all about drag. So it gave me a nice little insight into the art of drag and the realm of drag. And I remember having my first ever favorites watching the show. So I loved Angina and I loved Rebecca Glasscock. Um, which is a sacrilegious thing to say, I know, because she was the villain of the season. I don't remember um, any of the season one. I didn't watch Drag Race for years. Um, where did you start? Do you know, this is unpopular opinion. I'm ready to be hated. I watched Drag Race for the first time, not for the drag or for the race, but for um, the guest who? My good friend, Rose McGowan. When was she on it? Oh, my God. I mean, it was a while ago. Like, it was before Hollywood shunned her. Um, Which she did to herself. Um, well, actually, no. Did and didn't do it to herself. Look, it's a controversial topic, but, yes, there's yeah. definitely some fuel to that fire that she added. But, um, she, yeah, she was a guest... And I watched because she was a guest and it wasn't anything more than, you know, I just loved Rose back then. And I still love her now, to be fair. But, um, yeah, like, hold on. Here you go. Here's a signed picture. Oh, back from her <laughs> charmed days. Except it wasn't in her charmed days that that happened. Hold on, wait, here's another one just while we're name dropping. That's a signed picture. Here we are together. Oh, when she was blonde. Yes. Yes, Queen. Um, it's like the only thing I can hang on to. And like that back when you had, you had short hair. Yeah, I was still working at... Redacted. Shouldn't say that back then. Where? Um, <coughs> coffee. Um, oh, my God, you need to bleach that out. As you're like, <laughs> I was still working at a... This comment has been redacted. I'm actually going to have to. I'll just go, coffee. No, no, no. Just go dub over it just be like i was still working at redacted <laughs> in your most monotone like dry voice redacted redacted um but yeah so 
that, that's how I got into Drag Race. I watched, right. I watched it because Rose was on it, and I was like, I would, yep. like, I just wanted to see her, and I was like, she looks cute, and you know, RuPaul's fun, and it's all going to be fun, and it was, it was all very fun. It was, it was, it was like the first few seasons were amazing. Um, like I was obsessed. I mean, I still am obsessed. I watch, I literally watch every episode of. I'll be completely honest. I watch every episode of the English speaking ones only because. You can't I'll, read subtitles? No, no, no. It's, I can read subtitles, but one of my big things is you can't, so again, going back to what I said about you can't convey things in text, a lot of the nuances and a lot of the jokes and a lot yeah. of the um, whatever they're discussing is lost in translation. So while, yes, I can read everything that's written and obviously if they're laughing, I can go, oh, that's a joke. But you're not getting but the nuances. and Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's the same as to how, for example, whenever we watch anything that's British humour, unless you are a fan of British humour, you're not going to get the, the joke in the way that they intended to. Same with yeah. Aussie humour. Yeah. I find Aussie humour and British humour are very, very similar. Um, very dry, depending on the comedian and the context of the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, unless you're a fan of this specific style of humor, you're not going to get the context and the nuances and the hubris of the of the joke. Um, sure. I just dropped that. Fuck it. Wow, hubris. Okay. Um, fucking SAT words over here. <laughs> words with friends. Um, you're doing so well. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Drag Race really, like, I loved it in the first couple of seasons. Um, I do find that when it started to go fully mainstream, was, so season six was when it really started to take off. So seasons one through five were still very much, it was a small time small time show. Um, all those queens are still beloved, but you find that a lot of fans these days have not watched anything prior to, say, season nine or ten. Um, and they might go back and rewatch them. And if anything, they've all watched season six where Bianca Del Rio won when Courtney Act was on mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. Um, see, little fun tidbit. I knew Courtney Act was in the top three and technically came third before Drag Race even aired. So because Courtney was back in Australia doing something and she happened to know my old boss oh. and was talking to my old boss about it. And then he happened to spill the beans as to all that. You know, um, I was only last year old when Court in the Act released um, her book, Court in the Act, that I realised yeah. that her name was a play on Court in the Act. Oh, I didn't realise until just a couple of years ago either. Yeah. I she was just like, Clever I was like, girl. oh, yeah, Courtney, Courtney Act, yep, yeah, cool. And everyone's like, oh, you have to say it in an Aussie accent to get it, like caught in the act. I'm like, I'm an Aussie and I didn't understand it. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, another little, another little tidbit for you. So back when season three winner Raja Gemini was here touring Australia, Sutan is lovely, like absolutely lovely. Um, he happened to spill a little insider drag race knowledge that Courtney was cast on season six as a way of slowly launching drag race internationally. Oh, really? She was a... So she was originally cast on the show as a way of launching it to be Drag Race Australia was supposed to be the very first spin-off and Courtney was going to host it. But because of the fandom's reaction to Courtney, they decided to postpone it. Um, So it was pushed up a little bit and then the UK was the first, well, no, Thailand was your first international one and then... UK, I'm pretty sure. So Thailand and UK, yeah. Wow, there you go. But I'm going to stop now, us there for one second. I got to go pee. Oh, you're right. I've had had all the wines. I'll be right back. I am still here. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Sorry, don't mind me. I was just. Do, 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 do. It was annoying me, so I was just gluing my nail back on. <laughs> I can't sit here with one nail off. Oh. I was always, I was just going to say, if I just lost another one, I was going to be bad. Was it? No, no, I didn't, but this one's not sticking back on. No. Um, Yeah, so keep in mind anything that I've just discussed about Drag Race. um, These are conversations that I had with Queens. Oh, fuck. Um, These are conversations I had with Queens. Seven eight years ago is this content that can't go on because that's okay no 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 like you can like i might have to cut it anyway yeah um if you have to cut it you have to cut it but it's just conversations i had with queens seven eight years ago so my memory might not be what happened there oh this is excuse me after dark (laughs) (laughs) battery died in my thing hold on I'll try and figure it out. I mean, that that there is not a horrible, like it's we're just lit up by the <laughs> I get it. I look, I look better in the dark. I get it. I get it. Oh, we all do, doll. Hold on. I get told frequently that I look better as a woman. Um, you look gorgeous in any gender. Oof. Hey. It's like the, what's that thing? Poltergeist in the TV. Oh, no. I was just thinking of a molly grub. Back in your box. So you, so you know what Molly Grubs yeah. are? Yeah. I was that a child face, of the 90s. And... That face, my, my license makes me look like a Molly Grub. I don't know how I legally have this as my license photo, but when I got it taken, it 
the sunlight was coming in that harshly as so when they took the photo, I'm literally half a face. It's that blown out and that washed out. I'm like, how is Surely this not. Surely they can't allow yeah. that. Give me. Okay, i got to say, i got to say. Keep in mind, oh, here I am. Just where is it? Do-do-do. See, this is fun for our listeners because they can still hear me. Viewers are just going to be like, it's a disembodied voice. <laughs> that's, why they, that's why they don't get to hear it, to see it. You know the words. Where's my camera? Oh, yeah, you do. Hmm. Like, it's that blown out that, like, it looks in person, it looks a lot worse. Do you drive to Fat Freddy's when you do trivia? I do. I want you to be pulled over so badly. I've only ever been pulled over once in drag. Um, and I was on the way to a gig and the police officer was like, license, and I handed it over and he's like, looked at the license and looked at me and then looked at my license and then looked at me and just gone, have a good night, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's, cheers to that. Okay. Drag race. What were we discussing? Drag race. I yes. think that's, oh, my, I've got to remember, I've unplugged my mouse in order to be able to plug my light back in. Um, I've got to use my, I've got to use my fingers now. Okay. So. That excuses me after dark. Isn't it just? Um, da, 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 da. So we just got, all right. So we were discussing drag race. Okay. Um, so here we go. Um. So with Drag Race, some of the community's biggest issues still remain. For example, Drag Race has come under the microscope for giving queens of colour less praise than their white contestants. And these queens are also often targeted by internet trolls because of their ethnicity. Drag Race has also been critiqued for pushing a narrow representation of what drag is. For example, celebrating queens, which are hyper-feminine and not casting any drag kings. We do need to acknowledge what Drag Race has done for drag, but we also need to continue to evolve beyond and outside of the show. So that's that is a massive thing. So if you watch ever, if like ever, if you go back and watch, there was a documentary done a couple of years ago called Work the World, where it was talking with a lot of the drag race queens that were on this tour called Work the World. And there is one black queen asia o'hara that was discussing about how she would be in a meet and greet and people would be lining up to have photos with the pretty white queens that were on the tour with her and there'd be almost no one in her meet and greet or about how people would be sending their first photos with the queens and then ask her to step out Ooh. and be like can you not be in the photo please i just want a photo with these ones so she felt very ostracized by the drag race. So one thing I want to precursor all this by saying is that drag fans and drag race fans are not synonymous and not one of the same. Drag fans support and enjoy all assets and all factors and all nature of drag as an art form drag race fans are fans of the tv show 
they're the ones that you will never see supporting local drag artists. They're the ones that you'll never see the local gig. They're the ones that you will only see when a drag race queen comes to town to do a show. They'll be right there supporting it. They won't talk to any local queens. They won't get photos of local queens. They won't do anything to support the local community. The drag race fandom is a complete separate entity. They think they know about drag, but they know about drag race. And drag race and drag are two very separate things. Like, there's been loads of people that talk about how the amount of money you need to spend on drag race compared to the art of actual drag is astronomically different. On top of that, the fact that it is true that certain types of drag are more celebrated on drag race than others. So your beauty queens, your fashion queens are more celebrated because they make for a more visually appealing aesthetic as opposed to your more creative, quirky, avant-garde queens um, because they're always done as misunderstood queens on the show. So Drag Race, the one thing that I think a lot of people need to try and remember, which they typically in my experience they tend to forget is that drag race is a heavily produced reality tv show it is not reality it is a reality tv show again those two things are not synonymous with each other reality tv and reality are two very different things so a heavily produced reality tv show that they're focusing on characters and storylines and what makes more sense for the narrative that they're trying to push Drag Race started off as a drag competition. It is now a reality TV show. It's no longer what it used to be. Um, a lot of, I know a lot of queens that have said that they will never attempt to audition or go on Drag Race purely because of what it's turned into. Me personally, I still would. Um, mainly just because for me, for the art of drag, for what I want to do, and that's to be able to perform full-time and be doing this as my main job, the best way of achieving that is to get on Drag Race. That's how you get bookings and that's how you get internationally yeah. booked and do tours and travels and TV shows and I mean, I radio. feel like being on Excuse Me, I Have Something to Say really gets your foot in the door. Oh, absolutely. I mean, get this get this podcast some, not some notice and some global exposure and Hopefully I'll get some cast on some drag race and, you know, it'll open, it'll be the thing that opened the door for me. Could you, um, imagine? Could you imagine? Thank you, Sean. Oh, it'll be the first no. person I think when I win. Um, I wouldn't win. Um, <gasps> Don't you sell yourself short, young lady. Oh, I appreciate the young. Um, I mean, you've been fucking pounding it on us all night. Well, something has to be pounded. Um <laughs> <laughs> so guys that's all for this bonus episode i hope that you guys enjoyed the chat remember that you can follow miss maya on instagram at maya Crophone with an f not a ph because as she would say maya Crophone with a ph that's crap home uh so you can follow maya Crophone to keep up with all of her latest gigs and shenanigans I'm sure we will be seeing Miss Maya again very soon on our YouTube channel. So make sure that you are following excuse me underscore pod on Instagram for all of the latest content and updates on excuse me. But guys, for now, stay safe, look after each other, 
and see you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 